0: What's up guys i'm grace and i'm lucy we're coming to you live from the studio on 83rd ave and you're listening to big picture podcast Today we are talking to Madden. Welcome, welcome, Madden. How's it
1: going? Pretty darn well. Thank you for having me. Oh, thanks, thanks for, for coming. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, every time I say oh, darn, i someone no. from Finland recently and they were like, darn's a Canadian thing. I've never heard people say that. And every time it comes i <laughs> the you know, word, stop it, stop, <laughs> put
0: it back, put it back. I,
2: mean, <laughs> I totally I noticed think. I say A all the time. I never knew I was an oh my A person, but <laughs> I definitely am. All
0: the time.
2: I, th- I say more like hey, like hey,
0: right like, no, it's it's, it's A, it's the same thing. I'm very very well, (laughs) I should say. I'm darn well. Negative 40 outside anyway,
1: so. Oh, the way that the just weight I didn't even comprehend was sitting on my shoulders has lifted these past few days. There's like the impending doom of global warming that's like, you know, somewhere in the distance, but. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I'm just skipping through I'm my melting snow like, Two sun. degrees, January? Yeah. Nice! Changed over night, no worries. I'll It's it. a way winter jacket. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> I'm just skipping in my blissful ignorance.
0: <laughs> so.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So Madden, like, who are you?
1: <laughs> who am I? Oh. Thankful that that question doesn't send me into quite
2: as an existential hole as it used to. No, it's um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. asking. It makes me nervous almost.
1: <laughs> it's so broad. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, um, I guess to sum it up, I'm a musician who's also a mom. Um, that's a pretty big sum up of my life, I guess. And then. Maybe an artist. I have really bad imposter syndrome, so I uh, don't know. I feel strange <laughs> saying I'm an artist, but I guess that's what it's I not a little
2: moral to get away yeah. sometimes, but you are. I saw your Instagram. Yeah. There is nothing but art all yeah. over there. Yeah. The colors. Well, the mastery of it. I love your photography by the
1: way, yeah. Thank and do you me. have uh, a son? I do, yes. No he's way. two and a half. His name's Malachi and he's absolute bite of my life and I'm grateful every single day for him, so
2: Malachi oh, is such a cute name. To oh my God, I saw the video
0: on your story of the <laughs> death <laughs> grips. He's like, they did oh, death grips. I'm like, oh yeah. God. It
1: came on my shuffle one day, <laughs> and the
0: little dude just like started over,
1: and I was like oh no, what have I done? (laughs) And then I started it over and he was in the back and he loved it. And so I just kept playing it in the car because he kept wanting it over and over again. And then I was headbanging to it and all of a sudden he started. And it was the first time I got him headbanging. So (laughs) I I was so
2: excited. I was like, yes, little man. He's already got the flow for it. Yeah. Oh God, that's so.
1: (laughs) And his dad's a drummer. So it works out. It just works out very well. Started young. (laughs) Exactly. So... Yeah, I'm oh, very okay. grateful as well for the community of people I've had around me in raising a child, I should say, because I've definitely had the room to make a lot of mistakes that a lot of people necessarily haven't had because of the support around me. So as I acknowledge that, I want to just acknowledge my gratitude for all the people that love him and me and continue to support the both of us in order to grow and so, yeah, I want to mention that, too.
0: That is it's so beautiful. <laughs> it definitely does take the community.
1: Truly. And, yeah, my son, he's, like, a little genius. He knows more than I do. He talks more than I do. Like, he has memorized every single book he owns. Like, it's crazy, the little man's capability. So I really just see how positively it has impacted having a community around that. Oh, yeah. So yeah. important. And yeah. Every the community so raise a kid, that's really the only way. Exactly. So, yeah, I need to be grateful for that, too, because I know I'm probably going to talk about some other topics around this podcast that <laughs> seem attached to me being a mother, like from a surface level, as if it's something that opens door for judgment. But I want mm-hmm. to be, yeah, just aware that I'm grateful and it's, I've had room to make mistakes and it's never impacted him, thank God. So...
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> amazing. Good to hear it. And where are you from? Yeah, good question. Oh
1: my gosh, it actually might come out uh, sometimes. I'm from the East Coast, so I'm from Newfoundland. Oh,
0: that's uh, the super Canadian uh, accent
2: in you, the darn yeah.
0: and everything. <laughs> uh, maybe, every <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: now and then it'll come out. And then I lived in Fort Mac for a few years, and then the fires happened. Mm. And after the fires, that's when we moved down to Edmonton. So I've been here
2: since high school. Welcome <laughs> thank you long since <laughs> <sense>, but <laughs> oh, you're welcome <laughs> thank you it's
0: <laughs> oh hilarious my gosh
2: yeah so you guys got caught up in the Fortnite fires and stuff like that too um, yeah did that devastate your family
1: um my family it was a strange spot a lot of our belongings were too toxic and smoke damaged but our house was physically still there so mm-hmm. we lost a lot and like our whole house had to be Redone so it was like different walls and different sidings, and it was really weird It was like we walked back and it was a ghost of what was but I didn't lose my house or anything um but we were definitely impacted. And the day it happened, my parents were out of town. So my junior high band teacher, who's like my bestie, and we still talk like <laughs> every single day, um, she was actually the one who drove me out of town and like went and picked up all my animals. And it was like her and my junior high principal and like my five animals <laughs> in the car, like driving out of Fort Mac in the raging flames. like. Holy yeah, shit, so, that's lucky, well, Yeah, yeah well. so it feels like a little glimpse looking back now, kind of like,
0: oh, haha, but
1: yeah, I guess at the time, that was a pretty big,
0: pretty big thing. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Holy <laughs> mackerel. But, um, yeah. I it myself when I went on
1: grateful now to be where we're at. Grateful for that junior high band teacher too. Cause Seriously, yeah. Yeah, she was like my saving grace just driving me out of that. It was Damn. like literally the apocalypse just raining like yeah. lava down all the trees and like flames slowly growing as we were driving and just them looking back being like, we'll get
0: you out. It's gonna be okay.
1: <laughs> and I was just like, they, the police wouldn't let me get my uh, puffer out of our school and they made us evacuate. So I was in the backseat of the car like, <laughs>
0: And they, oh my the time, and they were like, "It's okay, just breathe and kiddo." And I was like, "Okay." Oh my God, this <laughs> trip oh My God. Now we're
1: here in Edmonton. Yeah. I've Made the treacherous journey.
2: <laughs> Found
1: <laughs> my nice little haven within. Whatever
0: this is. <laughs> I guess. <Good> <laughs> yeah.
2: So. That's
1: where I'm from, I guess, (laughs) but (laughs) that junior high band teacher is actually who introduced me to, I didn't have any friends in junior high, and I struggled a lot, like in a social regard, and so I spent every single lunch in her band room, and I would ditch math class every single day to go hang out in her band room, and I would spend, she developed this thing called the After School Club just so I could hang out at school for like, right? It was literally just me and her like, one day we found a spare wheelchair and we were going around playing like wheelchair basketball with the recyclables, (laughs) another day we like were just folding a bunch of programs for a school event and she just, she knew something was going on in my life that I needed support, but I didn't know how to voice it, so she just kept this like safe place for me to go back and every time I seemed like I was facing a new problem, she put a new instrument in my hand or I was doing a new musical with her or this and that so she really like just built this solid foundation for me to have a healthy outlet no matter what I went through and I credit her for like everything basically today and she was really like my maternal role model I guess that's so amazing. <laughs> yeah, <Wow. laughs> she's where I'm from too,
2: so. Yeah, wow. Oh, that's beautiful. Sometimes those people really influence your art too. Like, yeah. just the way you create or the way you take on projects. It's truly. Like, they're and always going to be in the back of your mind. Truly, and how much like a uh, educator
1: who's passionate or actually cares about what they're doing can impact like a child's entire life like i'm yeah. just so thankful for all those mentors i've idea. had yeah so yeah anyone out there who's a
0: mentor <laughs> keep doing it if you Shout have a mentor out to you. thank you <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> seriously but it's so important like truly, really, the influence that a good teacher can have on your life forever. Yeah, so I feel like that's why I'm a little musician now. She also introduced me to
1: the musician who got me writing music. Oh, no
2: way! What was that connection
1: like? Um, when I moved away from Fort Mac, she, she always used to write to every single child she had in all of her bands, all of her choirs. Before any performance, she would write a love note. And literally, like, there would be a hundred love notes for some theater performances and handwritten notes to every single kid telling them, like, why she was grateful for them, why they were special. And so when I moved, she wrote me a little, like, goodbye love note and gave me a little present. And it was like a pack of (laughs) Jesus stickers. because We had some on-running Jesus jokes. It was a, like, movie about, I think, also Jesus. (laughs) And then it was um, a Joni Mitchell CD. And when I got my first car, which was also where I lived for a few months when I was in high school, it was the only CD I had most of when I was living in my car. And so... Joni Mitchell
2: all day. Yeah, Joni
1: Mitchell Clouds. And when she gave me the CD at first, it was definitely a little too, like out there for me to really comfort. I was, like, a little punk. And so yeah. I was just like, I don't know if I fuck with this. And then I just, again, it was the only fucking CD I had in my car. <laughs> and so I started listening to it, and it's... Every time I go back to that album specifically, the way that it means something new or has grown with me, it's just incredible. And that album specifically is what, like, made me just... I was like, I can't sing any song that has been written, but I also am not good enough to play Joni Mitchell, so I just have to goddamn write my
0: own fucking songs. Yeah.
1: I don't know, it was something like that. <laughs>
2: but. <laughs> it's a funny perspective on uh, wanting to start making your own songs, yeah.
1: Because yeah. <laughs> I have to now, darn. <laughs> yeah, it was something like that. It definitely was out of like spite against no one but myself.
2: <laughs> so <laughs> that's funny too, is your your style is so unique and so raw that it's like, how else yeah. would you have been able to come up with it if it wasn't, you know, intrinsically part. I mean, <laughs> and see, that's I feel like this is where the imposter syndrome comes from because thank
1: you for saying that but like really is, yeah honestly all of the art especially my photography I think is a great example of this <laughs> I got a camera on a fluke got like it gifted to me had like was like okay guess I have a camera now I've always loved painting and found it very comforting but it drives me nuts because it doesn't like Happen fast enough, so I always have all these unfinished paintings. But I was like, wow, photos are so quick.
0: And they capture moments. Yeah. yeah. And
1: it was just like mind blowing to me. But do I have the ability to truly download photos? No. So do all my photos like look a little bit subpar unless I go somewhere that I can download, which takes days? Yeah, which like people don't notice, but like yeah. from a critique point, like sure, but then everyone was just like I like your photography and I was like wow thanks I was just feeling a little bit too existential one day and (laughs) picked up this camera I got gifted and started and yeah it just kind of kept happening and that's music too art like it's always just been like an outlet like when I did not know what else the fuck I was going to do because I was going to lose my mind if I didn't not even say something not even it's just you know those feelings that you feel that are so big that you don't know if your chest is going to explode or collapse or if you're gonna rip your hair out and scream or just fall on the floor and cry, like it's just everything feels like it's crumbling down.
0: You know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I have you know. that in my life. <laughs>
1: yeah I'm a bit of a motherfucker and those feelings come up a lot for me and um whether it be things inside myself inducing it or things in my life art has just always been a way for me to be like yeah okay whatever like um (laughs) this is a way to express that that isn't harmful to me or anyone, so fuck it. And it feels
2: so good, and it's so healthy, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's so good. Healthy.
1: But then to like have that weird little outlet that's always been like a personal thing for me, acknowledge just like,
0: hey, this is cool what you're doing. I'm like, whoa, thanks. <laughs> so let's talk a bit about your music. Okay. Um, so first of all, you go by Mad John. Yes, musically. I do. Um. Where did that come from?
1: Um, Mad John actually came from way back in the day when I was like 17, 18, and I was jamming out with my friend Stella Johnson. She's another musician um, who plays around. I don't know if you know her, but she's pretty killer uh, female musician. And we had this whole thing where we just wanted to jam with any musicians we could meet like whenever we could meet them So we started this little instagram called mad john and company Um, but then it just kind of fell through we both got really busy in our individual lives But when I googled mad john because her last name's johnson Mine's last or my name is madden now, but it was my last name at the time um Matt the only thing that came up with mad john was this old small faces song and it was about this dude named Mad John who lived in the woods, and everyone thought he was crazy because he would sing to the birds and dance with the trees, and he was always so happy, no matter how much people hated him, like, and that was why they all thought he was crazy, but he would sing with the wind, and that was just kinda Mad John, and that really resonated with me, as well as just the whole vibe of the song, so. Um, plus I actually have crippling social anxiety and (laughs) I struggle a lot with um that and so I found both like kind of why I go by Madden now and kind of why like Mad John Mad John's like my performance name and I kind of keep like who I am separate from my music because it is so vulnerable for me I feel like I need to keep myself safe so Mad John is like you know who takes over for that and then Madden is just who keeps who keeps it all safe? So, yeah. The Mad John stuck just because I couldn't comprehend people, like, saying my name.
0: Mm.
1: And so I was like, eh, fuck it. If people have to listen to someone's name, might as well make a Mad John. Also, I love the Mad Hatter, and I feel like he's my main artistic <laughs> <laughs> inspiration. And so, yeah. I just
0: resonated. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Super cool. Um, and do you have any, like music out right now on any platform? So,
1: I am... I shouldn't say dumbass, because that waters it down, but, um, (laughs) I have been recording an album for, like, two years now, and I had a little bit of a addiction spell relapse there that... Put it on hold for a good six months, but I'm back in the studio, Yeah. and I'm recording The Big Black Cat, and I'm finishing it up, so I have vowed to never again say a date in which I will have music out, but hopefully this year <laughs> I'll have music on platforms, and until then... Um, I've been playing gigs and Sue Sublime we have some stuff coming up in the year that Ooh. I'll probably be playing at live, we'll see. I kind of feel selfish like hosting an event and then playing at it,
0: so <laughs> we'll see. I used to feel like that too, with like I think that's showing waste my, my art in events and then I'm like, what? <laughs> why? why not? Why not? I' just stupid like, why but not? I feel that, but then like, I'm like, don't. If anyone <laughs> deserves to
2: be up there, yeah. it's the person who
0: puts it together, right? so. Yeah,
1: <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. But hopefully, I'll have music on platforms to listen to this year. Not gonna promise that, but I'm playing gig slots, so just follow my Instagram and I'm okay at remembering to share when I have gigs. I'm I'm getting better at it as like they.
2: <laughs> so. <laughs> So what kind of music do you play? What, uh, how do you describe your sound? Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry, is it <laughs> is so unique though, like, <laughs> no! I Super see. underground. <laughs>
1: no, it's really just like, I don't fucking know, like, I'm always just like losing my mind, and I know how to play g- the guitar, so <laughs> it's basically Amy Winehouse... Uh, mm. Nina Simone, Janis Joplin, and Joni Mitchell are like my four biggest influences, and I'd like to think that you can tell by my music because it's very like folky, kind of jazzy, kind
0: of. I I totally yeah, I get know. that but from yeah. listening to it. Oh, you. you have like that certain like, you have a very unique voice. But it's it has my like, eyes well up. No, if that like I showing, it, Lucy, you know Lucy and I were listening before you came. I was like oh. And Lucy and I both we like had goosebumps. Like, it's up. like a it's like a rasp, rasp. Almost, but like <laughs> 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 a rasp. You're not like <laughs> <rasp>. <laughs> No You no, know what I mean. No. Yeah. 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 It's
1: honest, like the <laughs> I feel like <laughs> so funny saying this, but I have had a bit of I favored Smoking poppers for a little too long and I've (laughs) destroyed my vocal cords, so thank you. I like to think it adds flavor, but I'm I'm trying to quit soon, soon. yeah. I'm trying to quit soon so the rasp stays like perfect. (laughs) Thank you because at first I was really self conscious of that exact thing and like my rasp, and I was like, oh my god, I smoke now, like I can't sing anymore. Also, like Vic, genuinely, it's not to shit on Vic, they have a a great principal now and whatever, but, uh, Victoria School of the Arts is what I'm talking about. <laughs> just to be clear. <laughs> yeah. Um, not to call them out or anything, but, um, when I went there, they, other than, like, a few teachers, like Miss Nelson or a few others, they kind of beat, like, a lot of the creative inspiration and things out of me because of the social hierarchy that existed there, and, um, yeah, I just was convinced I had couldn't sing, couldn't do this, couldn't play. Like I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then I met, um, this beautiful person who, uh, I actually lost or we lost last year and he saw a guitar at my apartment. He was like, what the fuck? Do you play that thing? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, play it then and he was like sing and I was like okay and then he was like what the fuck you can sing <laughs> and then that's when it all started right then and there I started singing again and all of them were like you you're rasp and I was like my rasp <laughs> like, okay thank you and it in like a year the way that my confidence changed with mm-hmm. me being able to call myself a musician it was just <laughs> Night and day. Yeah, sorry. I have to, like, deflect by saying it in a little... silly way, because
0: <laughs> I just...
2: You're so confident. <laughs> no,
1: yeah, but... um. So thank you very much. That means a lot to hear. So... Plus, I also... Just met someone from Finland, and we're jamming. And I'm trying to get some hardcore stuff under the way, cause I'm really into that. What? So we'll see. Mad John might be coming out with some like hardcore or some punk this year, and oh, I'm very yes. excited about. <laughs> <that>. Stay tuned, <laughs> guys. Stay tuned for
0: that. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> that's exciting. Yeah, I'm.
1: It's there's so many things that I can't quite talk about yet, and. We're just about to, like, tell everyone what's happening. So, yeah, all
2: I
0: can say is stay tuned. <laughs> I like that,
2: though. I'll I'll keep keep them on that will keep people
0: And how do you want people to feel when they listen to your music?
1: Hmm. I think... Forgive me for how this is going to sound at first because I know it's going to sound a bit harsh but I don't really give a shit how people feel as long as they're feeling something totally and like I know that I'm not a palatable person whether it's artistically or in my personal life for everyone but I don't need to always be and some of my music is quite uncomfortable and addresses things that maybe people don't think need to be addressed but yeah as long as people are feeling something that's I think what matters to me feeling something
2: (laughs) yeah cool I like that yeah me too that's beautiful that kind of goes into the question that I had like why do you create and like sometimes the answer really is that too is like to kind of show people what's what's going on show people they're not alone in the world kind of thing too. Mm -hmm. I also
1: I feel as though I have a large responsibility in my position to acknowledge like how privileged I am to be able to create so often um, because I have always like I said used music as an outlet to get myself through A lot um, but I've also always used the fact that there are other people going through a lot more to ground myself and so even in this past year um, I like took for granted so many opportunities and it was genuinely because of instability that I hadn't founded because years of trauma all hit me at once you know whatever (sighs) but I, I finally realized because I had this ability seemingly and i took it all for granted like what that was so now i think i create because one like i feel responsibility too because if people are telling me like hey the stuff you're doing is good we have these opportunities for you might as well take it and might as well try to use it to talk about or to bring light to or do important things so yeah i try to always with the things I create like at my shows um in my music there's heavy themes of addiction because that's something that my entire life really has been a theme for me and then I struggled with it a lot these past uh four years I'm seven months sober now almost on the 17th. Congrats. So, like, wow. Thank, thank you. you.
2: And like COVID and everything too. Yeah, yeah. so um on everything.
1: it's been a lot and so I always usually just address that in somewhat of a friendly way and after I play the
2: friends, like, I'm so compassionate.
1: Yeah, I actually had a mother come up to me and thank me for speaking on those topics because her children experience that, but it's not something that a lot of people are willing to talk about around kids, and it, she gave me a hug and said, thank you so much for letting them know, like, they aren't the only ones experiencing that, and that, like, I felt so bad about my French performance walking off that stage, but then that mother said that, and I was just, I didn't even care how I felt about the performance. It was like, that was why I did that, mm-hmm. that is why. And like then the little girl came up and told me I looked like a princess. Oh my God. Like <laughs> literally I started crying and it was it was really beautiful. So I feel like that's why. Also, this is something that we can just drop quickly. Um something I'm working on that I'm not really talking about publicly yet is around um, the idea of houselessness and how the city of Edmonton actually deals with houselessness. And um, I, based on... um, It's like the... Here, I don't want to quote this wrong, so let me pull up my citations, (laughs) actually. Um, But Canada has, like, a certain... that they follow, the Canadian definition of homelessness, or the Canadian Observatory of Homelessness, and under that there are like four categories of homelessness. And um, I, when I was experiencing houselessness, I was 16, and so technically, statistically, I'm not even considered in any of these because I was a minor, and that's a whole different category and sector. But if I were, I would be under either the third or fourth, which is provisionally accommodated or at risk of homelessness, which means couch surfing, or like, you're renting in a, a room in a car, or you also, um, at risk of homelessness, which a lot of people don't realize, is basically when you are living, even if you have a job, even if you have an apartment, one situation away from losing your house. So say you lost your job and your landlord was a company and they decided not to be understanding, you would be houseless. And so I fall under like demographically not the most serious case of houselessness and I'm very well aware of that. And looking back on my story versus like personal things I've seen it doesn't seem that bad but then when I talk about the fact that I was living in my car at 16 and then I got kicked out of school and had to move into someone's kitchen pantry and all of those things like that sounds pretty intense that sounds like a pretty big thing for a 16 year old child to have to overcome and so yeah I can say it definitely was but there were a lot of things that made it a lot easier for me like my skin color um th- the the fact that I had a bank account already open and under my name. Um, Once I finally turned and got like uh, approved to be an independent minor, I actually qualified for income services because I had a bank account, which is something a lot of people can't access. And there are all these things that really, yes, I've gotten myself through a lot, but it's because of my privilege, even my sobriety. If I were still experiencing houselessness, like living in my car, for example, while I was in the raging active addiction I experienced most recently, my most recent relapse, there would have been no way I would have ever gotten clean. There would have been no way I would be standing here where I am right now. And that is fully because of the fact that I had a roof over my head and I had a very privileged position of having a community of people around me who stuck with me through all of the things I did in my active addiction and so I feel like that's a big part of why I create too is just like man even me who feels like I've had it pretty darn hard apparently I've had it pretty darn fucking easy too and so now I'm just trying to find some balance of like acknowledging my struggles but also not victimizing myself to Mm. them and then using what I've been through to not speak on issues I can't but help support those issues through speaking on things that I can and so yeah
2: that's a big part of why I create too that is such a beautiful (laughs) story too wow thanks for sharing yeah Yeah. of course (laughs) and I wasn't prepared for the next one I was so involved yeah (laughs)
0: quite
2: a
1: good reason to create. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Um, And then actually quickly, I'll say, if anyone's interested, this is unrelated to art. (laughs) But um, if you want to go check out the city of Edmonton's most current plan for the update, like, city proposal, um, it's all based in urbanization and gentrification of the city of Edmonton. And they have one sentence where they claim Forgive me if five or ten years isn't quite the right thing, because I don't have it in front of me. But they claim there will be no houseless population in Edmonton in the next, like, f- ten years. And then they propose no actual plan on how to address that. And uh, But the rest of the plan on how to develop all of these economic infrastructures and all of these businesses yeah. all planned out. But, yeah, so the city of Edmonton seems to be really prioritizing the development of economic infrastructure over the development of a true solid social safety network and um yeah i highly recommend checking out medicine hat's housing first program and how much cheaper housing first programs are for uh government whether that's at a municipal or provincial or federal level Um, medicine hat functionally has no homelessness because of their housing first program And um, there are other countries that do that too. And also highly recommend checking out and putting pressure on um, the provincial government for the fact that income support has not had an increase in almost 15 years now, and that an individual experiencing houselessness or experiencing joblessness usually only qualifies for about $735 a month to live off of. And that has not changed like I said, in about 10 or 15 years, so.
2: That is not capable to live off of, oh, no, 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 no. no. I just moved out for the first time recently, too, so just, like, recently becoming aware of how much everything costs, groceries, and all the other bills on top of everything. No. (laughs) The
1: average rent for an apartment in Edmonton is, like, $1,200 for a two-bedroom or something. So, yeah, um, that is all stuff that, Again, it'll be coming out in a bit more of a cohesive um, presentation mm-hmm. with a lot of that information. But it's just also things that if I can drop seeds or if you people don't know about these things, right? yeah. helps to uh, have people know. So that whether it's MLAs or just anything, put pressure on people for social change and social advocacy, because it's very important. (laughs) It's really important to one, when you're utilizing a public system, such as like our healthcare system, even the rehabilitation system in Canada, all of these things are obviously lacking in funds, in things that they need to provide people with what they need. And so um, I've noticed on a personal level treating uh, Frontline workers' respect uh, is actually a huge step in the right direction. First, um, nurses, uh, staff at just basically government-employed staff, social workers. Um, I feel like a lot of times they go into those jobs thinking that they're able to make a change and due to the current system that's being upheld and bureaucracy and just money being drained from public resources, they are worn so thin that they either grow to be jaded or just cannot keep up. And so I think first step, treat nurses and public frontline workers like they are angels and thank them every day. Second step, get involved with community grassroots effort past social media i know that it is a really useful tool right now as far as reaching people and reposting something that is useful but genuinely if you look for it it is easy to find both poc and like collab the space um They do a lot of community integration with, like, free art events and things like that, learning about your MLA's platform, learning what your MLA is, where you are, even just, um, tuning in to certain things. It's boring, but it's really important and I know that <laughs> you guys are talking about some of, like, the hardcore and, like, punk history and whatever, and to someone who considers themselves a bit of a punk, I guess, but feels punk. like a fucking idiot <laughs> saying that, it's, like, it's like the, abog- the punkest thing. thing you can <laughs> do. No, genuinely, and, like, even look into, oh, my God,
2: there's this lovely,
1: beautiful woman named Veronica Fuentes? And she's involved with so many different things. She's always involved with different groups and different activist groups um, in the city. And yeah, just really from an act, whether it's art, whether it's, I don't know. I know there's even some like robotics, like groups that are just down (laughs) to like hang out and have more publicly accessible places that they can go and hang out and do their robotics. Really just start talking to your community and start looking around at what's available for you to support, I'd say. And just, I don't know, I really, with our collective, which I know we'll talk about a bit more um, later, but um, iHuman, oh my god, I haven't even talked about them yet. iHuman has changed everything for me. Um, Incredible youth outreach organization. Have you heard of iHuman?
2: I have, yeah.
1: A teacher of mine worked for them, yeah. They, I could not credit them with enough the amount they have like first of all their artistic facilities full fashion studio indoor spray paint wall recording studio sound stage like everything you can imagine plus then they have like lunch programs they have donations they have a closet where you can come get clothes if you need they give out safe pipes and um safe injection tools and also they have naloxone kits on hand and they i have like a substance abuse support worker through them and they connect people with social workers or whatever they need on top of that's where i'm recording my album um that's where i did my little youtube video where they filmed me doing a performance that was with a human and the amount of projects and they've booked all my gigs it's crazy and um I also have a nurse at iHuman who I see because I find it really hard to um I I, I, I have I struggle with like a bit of agoraphobia. I don't want to call myself like an agoraphobic, but it takes me like a few hours every day to get out of my house. And so when it comes to doctor's appointments, I tend to miss them a lot. And so the nurse at iHuman is there all day and she just waits <laughs> for me. And it's <laughs> so awesome. And uh, iHuman's fucking incredible, but they, as well as Colab, are doing a really, really good job, in my opinion, at branching the gap that your financial situation creates as far as ability to pursue art in Edmonton and I really want to just keep doing that and so I think finding more places like that that are doing things like that supporting that awesome so that's kind of my whole drive and my whole motivation is just like I I have such a weird experience because I was, like, experiencing houselessness while going to, like, this weird artsy, like, <laughs> it's not, like, boot, like, I don't know. Vic is, like, a weird school. Yeah. And so it was, it just felt like the there's a big gap between me and a lot of the other kids when it came to, like, okay, you get to go home and just chill and I'm one, failing out of school because I'm so worried about, like, the fact that my seasonal job is ending and I don't have an actual job and I was working Kijiji Cash jobs and all of this shit, two, like, I'm living in my car so I don't really have, like, the ability to do all these artistic things and, like, it was just this huge, like, difference. And now I can't even, like, so take that and then add complete shelterless, like, homelessness or add, like, even worse things than I've experienced in my life to that, like, for years longer. I can't imagine, like, what the fuck, how you're supposed to actually realistically pursue art, but, like, we've all said, it is such a healthy outlet when you Mm -hmm. have those big feelings, when you have those big things, and people experiencing these things that usually have the least access to art, in my opinion, are the people who need art most, and have the most to create. So um yeah that's I can't
0: remember what the question was but oh waging the, that, yeah. <laughs> waging the gap I know yeah waging the gap and speaking a little bit about like community and stuff who are you listening to locally
1: I just got Spotify for the first time for Christmas this year okay. and so yes. I've had Spotify for like a m not even a month now. And
2: so I feel like... What was it, Joni Mitchell this whole time? <laughs> it's been a my c-
1: literally a book of CDs in my car. And then I had Apple Music for like a little bit. Oh my God, man, bit, you but
0: CDs. It was, I would
1: love, I would love. <laughs> but it was just all my mother's iTunes music that she had downloaded from like right. 2001 to 2007. That was all the music I had access to outside of my CDs. And so I've like seen a lot of six shows like there's a band Lacerator I think if mm-hmm. you know yeah. yeah Hollow Point obviously always obviously. fucking kills it yeah. um Pleasurecraft, I've only seen play once and I know they were on here but they were chill when I saw yeah. them they're so chill um dead friends is another pretty killer band and they also have a chick drummer which like rock on ellen reed um you're fucking tight and (laughs) so they're pretty cool oh this um beautiful lady named taya she's releasing music soon but i don't know what her artist name is has some of the most mind-blowing music i've ever heard and she's just some little pretty lady working with i human too and i will be promoting her on my instagram as soon as she yeah. has music available because i was like
0: what <laughs>
1: um jaden paz Jaden Paz is another beautiful acoustic musician um, who I was connected with through iHuman as well, and he is one of the only albums that I've downloaded on Spotify, so I <laughs> highly recommend Jaden Paz, too. And Stella Johnson's a pretty cool oh, film. Oh, yeah.
2: so Big time. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, and Darlin. I guess I should shout that out. My friend Bryn, he's a uh, drumming for... The album I'm recording probably too. We're working Ooh, that out. So cool. that's his band, and they've been playing some gigs and it's they're doing name. pretty well. Yeah. yeah, their band's
2: name is Darlin'. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. I can't
1: admit that I like it because I like have this thing where I have to make fun of like the two fuckers in the band. So I'm like, yeah, it's it's oh, It's alright. Okay. It's, it's, <laughs> <our laughs> it's, it's alright. me
0: out. <laughs> I, I wouldn't choose it, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you this <can> listen. <laughs> and oh
1: there's some really cool artists in Edmonton like Mo I think his name is his energy unmatched when I've seen him like live it's
2: insane so much respect for that motherfucker so much respect man yeah right it looks like he works so hard too and his art is so beautiful he is
0: talented we're trying to get Mo on the pod that would be sweet that's like dreaming big
2: I've heard
1: (sighs) I like again I don't listen to music downloaded but seeing him live was nuts and a lot of my friends i've heard nothing but like amazing things about his person too like just a respectable stand-up like solid dude so yeah i think you guys he used to work
2: down here on white Ave once and he was like chilling out backside of his work i think he was like um serving or something and i was just walking by and i think i saw him out of the corner of my eye and i just like kept walking because he was in the shadows or whatever and you know women walking on the streets he comes out to me and been like he is just so friendly just like yeah. didn't care at all just came right on over to say hi oh that energy really is like yeah he's, he's a good he's, energy type of yeah. person
0: at the zenith show a couple of years ago like 2019 was that anyways um that was like the first time i ever like displayed my art in an actual like art show and it was like super scary eh? <laughs> because it's like standing naked in a room pretty much and you're it like, really, here is. I am um and I had like just gotten out of a, a really really bad relationship and that person was like there that night so I was like really scared like thought I was gonna like throw up the whole time and then uh Mo was singing the like energy <laughs> and it was just like such a moment of like clarity and like growth of my life like i was just standing there and everyone's like jumping and they're like you cannot play with my energy it's meant for me like (laughs) screaming and i was it was just like this moment of like oh yeah you can't play with my energy it's not for me like leave and it was just like so beautiful and now like oh mo yeah uplifting Mm, music gorgeous gorgeous. Beautiful,
1: and the way that like that moment just like stent that wow,
0: (laughs) yeah, it was like it was out of this world. That like have you ever told him that story or anything? I haven't. I've been trying to get Mo to come. Uh, I was trying to get him for culmination and Mm -hmm. transcendence, but he like wasn't in town. But hopefully soon. Yeah, you should. As
1: an artist, like if someone told me that. It would mean the world to me. So I feel like you should share that with Aww. him. Yeah. I think that would be really special for him to hear. Honestly,
2: I'm sure yeah. he gets it all the yeah. time. Yeah. On like, <laughs> the stage, though, you forget a little bit that they're, like, people just like you Yeah, in uh, Especially
0: yeah. when they rock that much. Yeah, you're like, shit, like, you're from Edmonton? He's got to know he's right, good, right? <laughs>
2: it's crazy. Um, should we talk about Sublime? Let's do it. Yeah. So what is the um, Sublime Intervention Collective? Oh my gosh. Okay, <laughs> so Sublime
1: Intervention Collective. Um, we haven't actually addressed this publicly yet, so I guess this is kind of like the first the official. Debut. Yeah. Well, wow, um, we're so
2: lucky to have you. <laughs> yeah,
1: we are um, doing our social media launch next month, and that's kind of when everything will be cleared, but we are a collective of feminine-identifying people who are acting as a multimedia production company with goals to help um, contribute in the efforts already started around the city to build a bridge between the community and art and use art as a way to further uh, social outreach and such. So yeah. That's kind of what we are.
2: <laughs> Super guests. Cool. Cool.
1: That's going to be so awesome. So maybe um,
2: next month, once you guys like <laughs> post everything on social media, people can maybe come to the account. And
1: yes. Like, next month, everything will start coming out on social media, and that's when dates drop. Um, we have our first event in March, which we can't talk too much about yet, but it's a day for the divine, a celebration of femininity, and it's... I'll uh, be there. <laughs> it's, it, I'm pretty fucking excited. The way that everything with the collective... It started a year ago now, about, and um, it was just an idea that was brought up, and then all of a sudden it was just a thing that was kind of happening, and then I actually disappeared for the collective Um, the entire time I was uh in active addiction i kind of had a bit of a death wish so i cut everyone who meant anything out of my life to me and anyone who i felt as if it would negatively affect them if i were to leave this mm-hmm. world i literally like just ghosted um for a good like four to five months and the collective was like a big part of that And then when I came back around and got sober, they opened me with welcome arms, um, like the lovely, beautiful humans they are, and they were all the ones, like, showing up, like, every few days, even when I, or not every few days, but every few weeks, like, even if I wasn't answering them, just, like, bringing me pictures of, like, things important to me, or just notes, or just trying to show that they loved me, no matter, like, what I was going through, so very, very grateful for all the ladies in the collective, too, I will say, um... But yeah, it started off as like an idea, and then I dipped, and then I came back, and this whole short film had been produced, and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> and so now, the end of 22, 2022, we have our short film that we've been working on for a year now, and a bit longer, debuting, and leading up to that, we have multiple different events, and every single event is themed around a different character or idea within our short film that's coming at the end of the year. And each event, I must say if I do so myself, gets a little bit better and better
2: every time so i'd suggest
0: tuning <laughs> into the supply that's of instagram so
2: cool so yeah it's oh that's awesome really <laughs> i'm literally cool. so
0: excited like yeah
2: and oh. so, this so the yeah. first
1: event is around the call of the feminine divine and that's why it's a celebration of femininity and introduction to our feminine collective and yeah we're gonna be releasing all the info i think in about
2: a works. month, <laughs> yeah. So cool, stay, stay tuned. tuned. I'm curious, what's your job behind it all?
1: Um, I am oh my gosh. Well, okay, we actually <laughs> only have four like core members right now, um, and then everyone else stepped down to be like an artist in residence. So, um, right now I'm kind of doing a bit of everything, um, which includes like event planning, curating artists and art, um. We're also coming out with a zine, um, which we can't, again, talk too much about, but that is something, that's my, like, love child, basically, and that's my little baby that I've been really, really passionate about and kind of throwing all of my energy into making it, like, really, really special and having just so many opportunities for different artists within the community to work together and collaborate from all different backgrounds or mediums. And that's my little baby. And I also am actually scoring our short film this year because um, we had a bit of just a, we had very talented musicians um, hired to uh, write a song for the video, but then it ended up just not working out with COVID and just with communication and just, it was, a lot of things just didn't work out, and so we went Maybe it wasn't separate it supposed to. ways yeah, yeah. and, and now better. now I'm actually scoring our short film as well, so <laughs> I have a oh fair amount God. of roles with the
0: collecting. yeah. Um, and hey, you're working hard, buddy. Yes. <laughs> it's very exciting.
1: You have a lot of times on your hand when you quit doing cocaine every single day. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say that much. So. <laughs> all of yeah. a sudden, time yeah. Time opens up. Like, oh. Every single <laughs> time thing exists. I do, art, all of this, it's just a desperate way to escape the existential dread that I seemingly can't put off. So, you know,
0: yeah, it's it's just yeah, good it's for you. Thank, Thank you. But, um... Best way this game. Yeah. yeah. Very Feeling that right now.
1: It's really... I didn't expect how... Like, especially since COVID, I think, and everyone kind of just, like, not having much to do, we, like, email someone and ask them for something, they're like, yeah, sure. Do you need this, too? Or, like, <laughs> we tell them an idea, and they're just like oh my god hell yeah do you want this for your idea and the amount of doors
0: that have just opened because I just got got the confidence to ask like literally how easy it is to send an email why did I think it was so hard before and then you're like hey I need this (laughs) and that's it I I remember I
1: was going to my promoter and I was like so I love playing live I want to do it more how And he was like, well, do you know people who play live? And I was like, well, yeah. And he was like, how do they do it? And I was like, I don't know. And he's smart. like, maybe ask them. <laughs> and I was like, fair oh, enough. I and guess, then I started yeah. just asking. And oh, my dumbass! like, this was right when I started writing music, too. And I didn't know the dude at the ABR. He's fucking awesome, Phil. Like, yeah. yeah. I went up great. to him and I was Phil. like, so uh, how do I get up on that stage? <laughs> <laughs> and he was just like, here's my card. Yes. And that worked out. So, yeah, just... That's I guess if tips for any artists who struggle with imposter syndrome, get the fuck over yourself and just yeah. pretend fake it till you
0: make it. And oh, you big probably time. will. You literally <laughs> pretend.
2: Yeah. Cause just my attitude to art in general. Just make yeah. something happen. Yeah. Anything but, at this point. Yeah, I had someone tell
1: me today, and I can't talk about this too, which sounds so stupid oh. coming out of my mouth. But they were like, what Mad John wants, Mad John gets. <laughs> and me hearing that, I was like,
2: Wow. Oh <laughs> my god, I'm respected as an artist. Like what?
1: And I was so excited cuz having like someone's like I was like, "Wow." Okay. And so, yeah, I'm just my like getting emotional over here, right? like I've <laughs> through that
2: too though, you know. Oh <laughs> my god. Still going yes. through it. <laughs>
1: oh my gosh, yeah. And to think about 6 months ago, I was thinking that I could never go 24 hours with cocaine or gonna lose my house or lose my child or lose this or lose that. Like, a lot can
0: change. Yeah. Very quickly. So. <laughs> There's hope. Wow. There's hope.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Hold on. Yeah. And how can people get involved with Sublime? Sublime?
1: Um... This is something we're actually trying to figure out how to make a little easier right um, now, but as far as it stands, if you follow the Sublime Instagram account or if you follow me or Mahalia or Lydia, um, there are two other artists who are involved. We are all the time posting on our stories about hey, we're looking for artists or we also have a Facebook page and that's how we cast our video. We had like a Facebook casting call. And so, um, I'd recommend the Instagram page first. Um, just cause especially next month, that'll be kind of everything. Also, if you want to just DM me, fucking feel fucking free. <laughs> um, kind of just have artists who have an idea for Project in mind of really any scale, whether it's just like, whether it's a big ol' event or whether it's just a two-minute clowning video. Um, we want them to be like, hey, I have this idea. I've never done anything before, or I've done it lots, but I don't have the ac- like the ability to do it. Can you guys help? And we're gonna just be like, yes. Here's all of our things. Here's all of our connections, and let's do it, or let's fucking work together because this is fucking sick, and so. Not sick. Cool. That's sick. That's <laughs> you get it. Cause that's the like collective's name. Uh, but oh my yeah. God. So uh, the Instagram or
2: DM me. Cool. And <laughs> DMs you immediately. Yeah. Like, <laughs> me one right second. now. There's, no, there's, <laughs> actually, <up to> that. <laughs> there's
1: actually on my story right now for our first event. We still have fills uh, for some poets, so we're looking for some more poets. So. Maybe DM me. I also think we might be looking
0: for visual artists. blah Um, me. and I guess we'll talk about, uh, a bit about your photography and art for a bit. Sure. Um, so I guess we kind of talked about this already, but, um, what got you interested in taking photos the way you do? You have a very unique photography style. It's very mm-hmm. recognizable to be yours
1: can before i answer this may i ask like you two what do you like can you elaborate on when you say it's recognizable to be mine like what do you guys notice about like yeah it's
2: like oh i see your art and i i think like the most powerful scariest feminine energy that i haven't quite seen in your style before (laughs) literally there's like a scariness That it's like reaching into my soul in a deep, dark place of my femininity where I have rage that like illuminates it into a beautiful flower. I don't know. Is that helpful? I am (laughs) so happy I asked that question. Yes, Yes, that is It's scary. It's hot. It's sexy. It's like a mix of the warm and the
1: cold. They gave me thank you so much. That (laughs) That means so Wow, that was a beautiful compliment. You're thank honest, you. Man, it comes yeah. from you, honestly. Oh my gosh. So
0: Thank you. No. Oh my goodness. I'm all
2: like...
0: <laughs> <laughs> <I already answered laughs> now. I'm like,
2: that was so kind. You um, put all this work into it and you've it done it on so many different occasions too. And each time there is a, mm, a similarity between each one of them that runs intrinsically through them. Mm. I t- can't put my finger on it, but I can try. <laughs> so honestly, it started off with
1: me shooting those like bags over the head photos. And that was because I really wanted to get into photography. I follow all these photographers on Instagram who are really like, they do exaggerated character portraits on film usually, um, which I didn't have access to a film camera. So I was like, okay, how can I kind of like play with that? And I just wanted to fuck with people honestly with my first photo shoot I was like I just want to make them be like what the fuck is this and being from Fort Mac I hear what people in Fort Mac who used to know me say things about me all the time and I Mm -hmm. hear the shit they say and it's always usually like oh Madden's addicted to drugs Madden's this Madden's that or it's always like pretty derogatory and they all think (laughs) I'm batshit so I was like fuck it like (laughs) might as well and plus I love the Mad Hatter so I had three of my Mm. friends just be willing to let me tape like oh, I love garbage friends, bags hey? to them yeah. and put bags on their head, and we went down to like uh, Mill Creek Ravine, and they just let me take photos of them. And then from there, I was like, okay, what do I want to do next? And I followed this in, uh, photographer, Peggy shoots film, and she's like a Boudoir film photographer, yeah. and I always just loved her photography so much. And really wanted to do something similar, but with a bit more of like a, I don't know, sensual kind of undertone. So that's when I did the boudoir shoots, Mm. and that's when that started. And then I realized it was really fucking beautiful to give all of my female friends this way to be like, here's how I feel sexy, and here's how I want to explore and express my sexuality, and... I'm in a safe environment to do so and I am in full power and full control of how it is being done. And it was just beautiful to capture that and to see how they would look at the photos and be like, I've never seen myself like this. And that just really was just beautiful for me. So that's kind of what the drive for like boudoir um, became was just that and like whatever someone wanted to feel like sexy basically or feel empowered and be in control specifically of their sexual expression which is something so many of us have had ripped away from us um it was really important to me and then that kind of grew from there just with me finding comfortability to like play around with it and being like you know what I want to do some things that are really my style and like show my personality and that's like what more recently I've been working toward and like kind of playing with is just literally they all happen at like the middle of the night, even the boudoir shoots. So they were like the middle <gasps> of the night. I pin up, uh, I pull out all my furniture in my apartment and like we'll pin up random backgrounds with curtains I have or we'll pull out random house decorations I have. And like they've all just been on a whim, like randomly with That's what I the have. Best but it's so the much fun and it's just been a really fun little outlets like play around with my perspective of the world and like share it and that like feminine energy that's just brutal and raging i'm a little sister i have three older brothers and so i feel like my entire life like i've always known i was smarter than my brothers even though they're all like a decade older than me i've always known i was more like capable i've always known i just like i knew they could not tell me anything and i just always had that energy and then as i grew older i definitely lost a lot of that being you know so just a woman in alberta probably and so yeah now i'm really really trying to just embody my inner child and my inner child's a fiery little like no fucking man's gonna tell
2: me (laughs) what to do no apologies yeah Yeah. exactly
1: i love it and then for me like I'm not always super comfortable in boudoir-esque, but, like, that doesn't mean I still want to have some weird, like, underlying, like, sexual power, and also, like, it's not for men, you know, yeah. like, I don't really that's care love. if a like, man, yeah. like, looks at me in my underwear in a cowboy hat with, like, fringe on my face, and is like, what the fuck, like, why are you squatting on a toilet, like, it's not <laughs> for you, <laughs> like, it's, it's not, not hard for you, you. <laughs> and that, like, I couldn't care less, and so <laughs> that's really why I'm like, yeah, fuck it, like, that's how I feel in power and expression and it being silly or whatever it wants, and also, No one having really, like, any concept of who I am as a person or being able to judge my character based on my photography. Like, you know, you Mm. might think, like, oh, she's a funky artist, but, like, you cannot say anything about me. And a lot of men probably would feel entitled to if it's a photo of me in my underwear, but you just, you can't. And And that's what I,
0: like, I love about them because it's, like, you can tell when you look at them that if it's of you or if it's of somebody else, you can see that, it's like, not confidence. To be objectified. But it's, like, there's so much confidence and it just looks so badass. But at the same time, it's, like, I love what you said about how it's not, it's not aimed to for men. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Or, like, the, to be, like, you know, that, like, provocative whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like, I'm half naked and I'm here and I feel hot, but this isn't,
1: for you. <laughs> exactly. And I love that. I like just it's am. so yeah. <laughs> exactly. And I think it's like women being sexualized like by someone else is n- when like there's an issue. But a woman choosing how she expresses her sexuality and choosing to express said sexuality is a beautiful thing. And that's yeah. what I really like. It's almost like I don't yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. So that's really beautiful that you guys noticed that. So I feel awesome, <laughs> <That's> great, <laughs> my job's done. <laughs> but
2: um yeah, I love your photography. You want to do me sometime? <laughs> never, never. <laughs> I am <laughs> <I'm> always actually. <laughs> I'm mean, always. I
1: hate. It's so interesting that you say that I come across as confident in my photos because yeah. I yeah. I only realized I was hot, like, a month ago. And, like, no, this is so... It was so funny. My, like... My, my, my manic episode ended, like, months ago, right? And I was in that dep- And then one day I was still, like, feeling down, but I was looking at myself, and I was like, wait a sec. I'm actually, like, fucking hot. And so now I'm on this whole kick where it's like, yeah, even if I'm depressed... Even if I'm this, like, I don't really give a shit about being hot, but now I know I'm hot, so might as well, like, milk it, right? Yeah. And so I'm like, yeah, fucking I'm hot, but also, like, I hate, hate being in front of the camera. And so, like, I get really uncomfortable whenever I'm in there, but I'll just play, like, some really, like, sassy tunes and try hard, but it is not my natural, like, state to be behind the camera, so Mm. please let me take pictures of you.
0: (laughs) I fucking hate being the subject of photos.
2: Like, I'm hot and all, but... You know. yeah definitely with the wigs and the tights and the boots and the oh <laughs> and my the god and the toilet and the hat <laughs>
0: the and <toilet. laughs>
2: something about being silly is so sexy too and something yes. about being scary it's just so empowering like yeah. you're taking these interesting new ways of showing femininity that I personally do not see gotta see it for yourself <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> also yeah I uh, book
1: now um, officially I am creating like a highlight reel Cause I, I've never actually shared this. I'm so bad at social media. I do book shoots and I do like 18 plus uh, OnlyFans shoots and that's stuff I don't post on my Instagram. So I've been doing like um, boudoir shoots for people who have like NSFW stuff for like maybe six or eight months now. So If anyone is looking for like a photographer for that, that is something you can book me for or just any other kind of shoot, you can DM me or email me and those will be in my Instagram bio this week. So
2: (laughs) (laughs) by Friday. (laughs) Don't put a
1: date on it. (laughs) (laughs) Of, yeah i have a to do i have a calendar now and i've been no, following my, my daily list <laughs> <It's gasps> empty, mine's <though>. like that <laughs> <even laughs> too <full.">
2: yeah. <laughs> mine's so full it's fucking
1: ridiculous but it was a good. week ago <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, and things in january always seem to like start off slow and then kick up really fast so here we yeah. go yeah. put your seatbelts on kids
0: <laughs> <laughs> rocket <laughs> ships taking off And who is your favorite visual artist locally right now?
1: Oh, my gosh. I feel like such a fucking idiot because I don't know her name. And if anyone does, please tell me her name. (laughs) She was in, I think, NexFest or FoundFest when they had it on. My mom went to that. It was in the Army and Navy building. Yeah. There was a synesthesia artist. And she made art based on the things she saw when she listened to different music. And I remember I didn't know, like that's what it was I when I was looking her. at it. I have her I card like,
2: somewhere. And I got her card <laughs> and I fucking dropped it. But her She's actually art, shy but so nice and like fucking so kind as hell. <laughs> I was like, because
1: I didn't know she had synesthesia and I was like, yeah. that's what I see when I listen to music and she's like, those are song lyrics. Like, I'm a synesthesia artist and I was like what and then this cute little lady we stood there talking for like 45 minutes about just like everything she was so sweet her art's beautiful but i don't know her name and i would like to find it and then also uh what's lydia's nuclear blasts in the moon highly recommend lydia is one of the artists in our collective and she uses like sustainable or recycled like materials to make her art. So she does like cardboard sculptures oh. and things. And even just how much she's improved is mind blowing. The things she can actually pull off with cardboard. She makes masks and she made a lot of the props for our video. It's mind blowing and she does commissions. So it's I highly, highly recommend mm-hmm. uh, nuclear blasts in the moon
2: on Instagram. Oh her out. Oh. <laughs> And I wish I knew that other girl you were talking about, too. I bought this cool painting of uh, Lucy in the Sky with diamonds from her. That's
1: what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> yes, exactly She did is. a lot of
2: Beatles stuff, too. Yeah. She's got shirts and everything. And then Chubbs Johnson, the tattoo artist.
1: He's my tattoo artist. He has an art account where he doesn't share his tattoos. It's my favorite art account I've ever followed, ever. Like, I think it's C-S-W-A underscore art or something, but it's unreal it's very 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 beautiful check it
0: out check it and out now i'll stop sorry i keep and remembering <laughs> <more>. <laughs> there's so many people <laughs> oh um, my
2: god he's amazing i just looked him up and it's all in black and white with muscles and like freaky
1: ass shit. that's like my favorite style of art and he what that's going to well, be what a lot of my body is covered so in
2: that's cool. what that looks like yeah, yeah. oh yeah it all really it all really does what about you wow girl? and then I got this guy up
1: here oh those oh, are awesome wow.
0: yeah. you guys can't see this right now but they're
1: <laughs> awesome <laughs> <laughs> yeah Chubbs is fucking nuts and uh he has a tattoo shop with his brother and actually this might be I struggle with ticks, and he's been one of the most accommodating tattoo artists around like my tics that I've ever experienced and him and his brother The environment super chill even when I've had to like have some parts exposed Like he always makes sure it's comfortable and that like I'm comfortable and he's just awesome Friendly amazing guy always looking to support local artists, too he literally was like we're already gonna buy a copy of your zine. Put us down, and like, <laughs> he's he was the first like person to buy our zine, so it's a pretty big,
0: I'll be the second. pretty, second
1: yeah. pretty good dude. <laughs> Love chubs. Go get a tattoo from him.
2: Well, what uh, shop does he work at? Is he at Wayward? Down here, right?
1: Wayward Brothers. Wayward Brothers. Oh, okay. Yeah, he owns it with his brother Mike. I just love that dude, and I feel like I need to plug him. And <laughs> if people are listening, it'll plug me are looking the to get tattoo, yeah? Exactly. <laughs> <So laughs> it'll be like He's it. a good
0: dude. <laughs> <laughs> and Lucy, who's your favorite artist locally right now? Brooke
2: is actually getting back into her art, and she's selling a lot of stuff right now oh, is as she? well. So, um, mm-hmm. what's her Instagram? Is it? Just, I think um, it's uh, B J art. We'll take it. Yeah, we'll take well, it. But, but it. anyways, yeah, Brooke is making some really cool art. What she did recently was really awesome. She took a skateboard and she like, um, she used one of those heat pens to like burn in a bunch of mushrooms and stuff. So that's kind of her thing. She likes to burn and she likes mushrooms and skulls and deadly stuff. So check her out if you like deadly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. um, and how about you, Grace? Well, obviously, Madden. um, Yeah, right. um, (laughs) Triple Threat, artist, musician, photographer, (laughs) etc. I feel like there's more. Um, Lydia's pretty cool, too. I haven't mentioned her yet. Um, Yeah. Who it was that research. artist who you had at
1: your metal show? And she does like all the metal. Ah, uh, Hannah McMillan. Oh yeah, I love it. Oh, actually, One Thousand Calzones, the motherfucker with the mohawk. They yeah, a pretty sick local artist too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I think their
0: name's Cal. Maybe I
1: don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they I mean, were in I, our music video too. Oh actually. okay okay. And I'm
0: so sorry I don't remember your
1: name right now. You're so kind. But
0: <laughs> 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 they're they they're pretty fucking cool artists too. Those were cool photos, too. Oh, I was so stoked. You got Lacerator, like, laying on the stage. Like the
1: one, two I think it was the drummer from I don't know what band, but he was holding the, like, Lacerator. sticks up like yeah. this, and he had his tongue out, and it looked like he had horns this yeah. time. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> God, that's yeah. such
0: a cool photo. Yeah, I was stoked on those. It's so tight. <laughs> super cool.
1: Also, thank you for those opportunities. Also, well, thanks for doing it, awesome, So,
0: <laughs> Yeah, thank, thank you, you. Mm-hmm. 110% Grace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those are fun. And I guess what one uh, event that we can talk about is February 26th. You'll be able to see Madden at uh, the aviary at the show that uh, does not have a name yet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> working title. So,
0: yeah, working title, untitled, self-titled <laughs> Um <laughs>
2: So many to we'll be see. announced.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's so
2: exciting though. It's
0: like, but it's like so up, scary guys. right now because it's like, we just or are supposed to be threefold on January eighth, but we had to cancel, and so mm-hmm. it's rebooked for February twelfth. And I'm just like hoping Cross that Omnichrome <laughs> will chill out for maybe not Alberta no though, man. Like, like we're doomed. Oh duped. my god, it's. <laughs> Insane, but here we are, guys. Be <laughs> <filled Yeah>. there. <laughs> All of our
1: events are on like a f- bit of a flexible like date right now because it's like we have no fucking idea if people are even going to be allowed to gather for. Or be event. comfortable with it. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So fingers, fingers crossed. Cross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh, oh, stay geez. safe out there, guys. All the work. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have anyone else
0: booked for that event uh, in February? Uh, yes. Um, Kaylee Jade. I'm not sure if you've seen her before. She's like, a super cool kind of like indie folk pop kind of artist. Uh, she's performing. She's like a single release party kind of thing happening. And then oh, cool. yeah. Pleasurecraft, Craft, Hollow Point, and Lacerator. Nice. So. nice. <laughs> and you. Awesome. And then we've got Lucy's art and Hannah McMillan's art. And then um, my good friend Willa, who just moved to Edmonton, is showing her art. And yeah, it's like awesome. really cool. I guess shout out Willa, her artist, too. It's really, really interesting. Um, and then. My friend Jess is showing a couple of paintings. Oh, and Matt's sharing poetry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's That's newly making like poetry, too. He's so. newly making poetry, and it's That's really fine. neat stuff. So he's going to be showing poetry, and he's making an art piece with each yeah. poem, and so.
1: Honestly, I fuck with those, like, multidisciplinary events so hard, because I feel like everyone can come, like, for as long as they want, or, like, when what they're interested in is in playing, and, like, I don't know, as someone who's always around for the last shows and when the mosh pit, it's, like, yeah. anyone who doesn't want to be around for the mosh tends to, like,
0: fuck off, and then, you know, it's everyone. It's the real party
1: I always wish I was a better visual artist, cause like even the painting I posted last, I uh-huh. yeah yeah that's cool. I painted that as like a grave marker for someone I witnessed. A, well, I didn't witness the homicide. I just witnessed the guy die after the homicide, and um it was because the cops <laughs> let him bleed out and die. And so he would have lived had like the cops just, oh, this is actually something very useful. If you ever experienced someone overdosing or witness an overdose or a violent crime, do not tell 911 that it was a violent crime unless, like, there's still a gun there, mm-hmm. unless you're still being threatened. Tell them that the person is bleeding or that the person is unconscious. Do not mention, like, violence, overdose yeah. or violence because the police will be sent first mm-hmm. and the police are the ones who have to contact the ambulance. Yeah. And so that is why this man died. And I had, like, a really intense dream one night where I was like, I don't know his name and he was there and I was like I was the one who held pressure to the guy. Oh and God. so God, Yeah, I like cut off his shirt um with my friend sai while they were on the phone with nine one one and I happened to have like my camping bag so I had my medic kit. So we were holding pressure to the dude and then in my dream, he like woke up and he was like, If you can say my name, I'll live. But I never got to know his name. Yeah. And so he like died in the dream. And then I woke up and I had blood all over my hands. Oh my God! And I was like freaking out because I have like. PTSD or whatever, yeah. but I've never had it be that visceral. And I was like shaking, and I couldn't touch anything because the blood was all over my hands. And then I started crying, and my tears, like the heat of like the warm liquid, I thought was blood. Yeah. And so I was having blood all in my eyes. And the more that the tears dropped, the more blood got everywhere, and I couldn't wipe my face because it was bloody. So when I painted that I actually didn't have any of the red on the painting and I was painting it through my tears because nothing else that I would worked on in therapy like breathing anything like it was not fucking working and it was like I was so worked up and nothing could get through I was like okay I guess I have to paint what I see and then I only shared that because I don't usually share my visual art because it was kind of like okay you know what? this it has to mean something like someone even if I don't know his name like it has to have a thing Mm -hmm. so I have the painting that I did plus like a little shrine honored to the dude like up at my altar like right by my bed where I sleep every night and then that post I turned the comments off and I just like posted it to Almost like mark a little like honorarium to him since I didn't know his name, but that's like what visual art is for me. It's like when I'm just like I don't know what the fuck else I'm gonna do and I have to do something. Yeah. So I wish so badly I was like actually talented or like actually capable with visual art, but I'll stick to my weird little whenever I can. Rest in peace to that man. Mm-hmm. No tears
2: left to cry. <laughs> <laughs> no more <no> tears. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> She's a musician. Yeah. Don't apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <Music>. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. The music just overcame. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> well, that was pretty much all the questions we had. Yeah. And awesome. uh, we're all done for the most part. So thanks so much for coming oh, over. Yeah, thanks for chatting with us. Sharing your little thank
1: secrets you and so tidbits. so much
0: for coming on the pod.
1: Thank you so very much for having mm-hmm. me, I hope. I said some things.
0: Oh, well, I definitely did.
2: Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for saying what you <laughs> thank did. Thank you for too. saying what you did, especially when and it comes to all that homeless stuff you were talking about, and like um, all of the things that people can do in order to, you know, enact some change. Like that is so precious for information on this podcast. So thank
1: you. I'm actually, going to prepare now some. Resources and I'll have a highlights reel that I'll start with different places awesome. you can get like naloxone kits and things like that. Cause I didn't realize that wasn't like general information. So surprised yeah. me. Yeah.
2: surprised me too. Right? Like yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So thank you guys for giving me a place to talk about that, and thank you for listening. Oh my gosh. Everyone,
0: give Madden a follow and Sublime and it's everyone that we
1: tag Mad on Instagram. And Sublime is Sublime Intervention underscore collective on Instagram. I probably should mention that.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Really. Yeah. (laughs) So well thanks so much for listening guys and we will see you next Next week. Bye.